Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Is it starting? Podcast starts now. Podcast starts now. Wow. Hello and welcome to Stradio Lab. George, how are you doing? I am doing so bad. Um, no. Yes. How come? Here's the thing. Last night, I paid $25 to watch a film for at the New York Film Festival on my laptop. Which, first of all, $25 already more expensive than most film tickets. But you know what I figured is there are two people watching it, and so and I paid once. So two so actually, one. it's the same price as if two of us had gone to the Lincoln Center. Well, you did steal technically from the arts, so mm-hmm. you know. I yeah, hope you're sorry, proud. Lincoln Center. <laughs> well, how was the film? Here's the thing: it was a film in which Michelle Pfeiffer is wealthy and loses her money. Oh my God. And then decides to go to Paris. But here's the twist. She goes on a boat. That is crazy. Was and it it's that... in present day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <It> never explained. <laughs> she was like, I'm moving to Paris. And then the next scene, she's on a boat. And she's like, off to fucking Paris. She's like drunk and smoking a cigarette. And is like, as you do, you got to be on a boat if you want to go to Paris. Well, was she taking her stuff with her? Was that the reason for the boat? Well, here's the thing. And Did you have like an old chest listen, or something? And listen, yes, I've moved to Europe before. 
And the way I did it is you send your stuff. Maybe that goes on a boat, but then you yourself, you go on a plane. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. You know, it's uh, this is that global perspective that you bring to this podcast that I'm always so, so You are always for. asking me, like, what <laughs> forms of transportation do you use when you go out of the country? And I always have to explain. Well, if someone's like, I'm moving to Europe, I think, okay, you're starting over. You you have to you have to get all new furniture. You have to get a whole new identity. I mean, this, well, is, yes. this is something that is impossible, something only in fantasy. Yeah, and well, you knew that in the movie because Michelle Pfeiffer's <laughs> hair was curly and present day and straight in all the flashbacks where she was still in New York. Wow, that's so powerful. Powerful. It is. She had um, red hair, but th- the roots had grown out because she was poor. So she looked like Jerry Halliwell, like she looked like Ginger Spice. Wow. Which was kind of chic. That is kind of chic. You know, it's funny that you're bringing up film because mm. I um, got a message recently about this podcast. Right. And I think it is important to address. Someone said, Sam, because of you, I watched Bear City movies. And I want my time back. And and I said, I, you know, as a podcaster, sometimes, you know, you forget the immense power you wield. Right. And and I mentioned that I was watching the Bear City films. And these are movies that are, you know, bad. They're bad movies sure. made on a low budget with basically non-actors and written mm-hmm. by yeah, non-writers. They are, they're basically, I would say, like, uh, it's similar to Warhol's Factory. <laughs> it's sort of, it's like, it's not, it's the quality of porn without being porn, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, which is what you want. I always say, give me the quality of porn, but without any of the gross stuff. <laughs> And and the fact that, you know, I can mention it on this podcast and someone actually watches it is it's upsetting. And so I just want to maybe make a quick announcement to any listeners out there. You know, if I mention something, it's not inherently an endorsement. I, you know, I'm not telling Retweets you. do not equal endorsements. That's <laughs> exactly. my catchphrase. That is my absolute catchphrase. And, you know, I talk about a lot of bad things. I, I mean, Sam, the- can I just stop you right there? Yes. This lack of confidence in your in the things that you have recommended on this podcast is so disappointing. <laughs> They're not recommendations. You're I mean, so down on yourself. You like the Bear City movies. <laughs> Look, the, the the second one is the most fun. Obviously, if you're going to watch a Bear City movie, watch Bear City Two. Do not watch Bear City Three. That is an absolute waste of time. I just want to recommend the double feature of Bear City Two and French Exit, starring Michelle Pfeiffer, which you can pay twenty five dollars for on the New York Film festival website if you please email us if you watch back-to-back bear city 2 and french exit starring michelle pfeiffer and lucas hedges wow that would be that is that is that is stradio lab in that is the stradio lab official indoor <laughs> the stradio lab challenge is watching bear city 2 and french exit in one sitting oh imagine that um uh crossover event it's like bear city 2 and then michelle pfeiffer walks in and she's like just got out of a boat to paris there's someone in bear city 3 there is someone like famous who's the woman in like hocus pocus julianne moore (laughs) (laughs) wait in hocus pocus oh kathy Jimmy. yes she is in bear city 3 you know she's in a lot of gay movies really why yeah she's in movies that are like not as pornographic as bear or i guess she actually is in that too but she's in movies that are like my gay uh, nephew and it's like i don't know they're like young adult gay movies or something 
I don't know. One time when I was in high school, she was on Chelsea Lately and she was like, I wanted to support the LGBTQ plus community. So I did Gay Nephew 4. <laughs> I mean, that is that is putting in the work. That is yeah. truly putting in the work. She's and a big ally. Out there. I mean, if you are in Bear City, not one, not two, but three, you can you can say faggot if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she does. She has called me a faggot. And she's earned it. And she's earned that right. Okay. <laughs> we need to get her on the pod. <laughs> Wait, we actually should. This is the perfect sort of B-level gay content that she who would drive in. And and this is no offense to any guests we've had so far who are all uh who are all celebrities, but they are comedy related celebrities, which inherently, you know limits. You're no Kathy no Jimmy. Let's right, face right. it. Um <laughs> But but who do you think will be our first non-comedy. We've had many people on the pod who have, you know, uh, been on uh, sitcoms, been on SNL, whatever. Who's going to be the first non-comedy Fully non-comedy person. Yes. I have... Do you have a guess? Yes. Who? Kristen Davis from Sex and the City. (laughs) (laughs) That would be genuinely a good I don't know why that came to me. She would be so bad. No, she'd be good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would, she, of all the, the Sex and the City girls, she's uh-huh. the one I would want to talk to most because I feel that she has talked to the least. You know, like she's the one I know the least about. I mean, Sam, why do you think that is? Are you saying she's boring? Yes. <laughs> but we don't know until we've had her on the podcast. No, she's one of these people who's like really into kind of like charities that are never of the moment mm. do you know what i mean it'll be like the middle of like you know um a big news story about like let's say a national um you know like a, a wildfire or like a tsunami or like a, a social uh, issue that's taking over the news and then she'll pop up and be like um pandas are endangered <laughs> like that's kind of you know what i mean right like classic like rich woman stuff yeah, and I mean, listen, I think you don't have to be a rich woman to care about pandas, but it helps. <laughs> I want, I feel like, like, I'm like, can't we get like, what would Ina Garten on the pod be like? Okay, first of all, you know that's a conflict of interest. <laughs> Why? Because Matthew just profiled her. <gasps> Uh-oh, you're saying his name on the podcast. Cut it out. Cut it out. I'm leaving. I'm tearing out my headphones. <laughs> no. Um, well, I mean, that's that's your in. You could be that's like, true. he could email her and be like, wait, I actually forgot. I need you to do this longer interview. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then send her the Zoom link to this. Wait, that would be so funny. <laughs> I definitely feel that our first non-comedy guest uh-huh. will be here via a trick or a trap. Listen, I don't know if we can get Ina Garden. Do you know who we could get? Allison Roman. <laughs> <laughs> I think she would be very willing to do the pod. I mean, we should absolutely have Allison Roman. That would be sort of a full circle moment. Yes, full circle moment. Um, pre and post cancellation check in. Um, she seems to be doing really well. It's always nice when someone is kind of accused of problematic behavior and then deals with it by um, talking more. Yeah, it's kind of a classic approach. That's a classic <laughs> approach. I do think that's what I would do, honestly. If I'm being, if I'm being honest with myself, if something happened and I and I was um, rightly called out, then I would, I, I would uh, kind of write. I would start pitching my own show about how I'm sorry. 
<laughs> See, I would lean in the other direction. I'd go full club comedy. I'd like move to like Iowa City or something and like just like work the club and grow a goatee and uh, uh, yes. be the Louis a approach. You the- always you've always <laughs> taken after him. <laughs> yeah, I I would I would go full monster with it. Yeah. Well, well, let's <laughs> I'm like, should we bring in our guest? Let's bring in our guest and ask her what she would do if um, she had to do an apology tour. Okay, please um, welcome to the stage uh, of our podcast, uh, Sashir Zameda. Hello. Hello, Sashir. Hello, Sashir. Um, We famously never say any credits for any of our guests. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Actually, I have stuff for people to watch that's not $25. Um, What is it? Whoa. I was in a movie called Spree that came out. Like a month ago, it's okay. on video on demand. It's a we thriller. Love. Okay, congrats! <gasps> Halloween, it's scary. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween's coming. Getting spooky. <laughs> spooky movie. Wait, can I ask you something? Yeah. Sorry if that's offensive, but is it a comedy thriller or is it kind of? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not offensive. I'm a comedian. <laughs> uh, yes, they're coming. I'm so sorry to go there, but. <laughs> Like, I know that you're trying to break out of comedy and you're trying to only do horror movies, but like, is it a comedy thriller? I do know people like that, though, who like are like trying to leave their comedy yeah, yeah. roots behind. So they're well, like, Sam well, and I are trying to make actor, this podcast you know. into a true crime podcast, but it's, so far it's not working. Yeah, we can't find any crimes. <laughs> can't find any crimes. We keep, we keep trying to like kind of. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. So that, there's like a helicopter. Or, oh, no, it's a motorcycle. I mean, that could be the crime. Yeah. Follow that oh, motorcycle. It's a motorcycle. Michelle Pfeiffer is going to Poland. Um, <laughs> but we, we keep, you know, we try to like bring in the energy of a true crime podcast. So like mm-hmm. in the middle of as we're talking to our guests, we'll just be like, who said that? There's <laughs> <laughs> a, just a, a, a glass breaks in the back. It's like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we have like a team of people that are opening and closing doors behind us <laughs> to make it look spooky. Okay. Spree. Yeah. Spree. Check that out. Um, also in the show called Woke on Hulu. Yes. And it's very bingeable. The episodes are like 20 minutes and it's very fun. Um, yeah. Those are things that people can watch right now. Okay. Credits and okay, plugs. streaming queen. Okay. <laughs> it's funny because George and I often um, talk about like being in things as a lie. Mm. Um, and so it's funny when someone... Whereas you're in things... <laughs> kind of in earnest that you feel. <laughs> like, it's kind of like sincere, like you actually are in them. And so that's like, a, <laughs> so that's like <laughs> that's a whole different thing. approach. And it's definitely a flip, but I, I enjoy it. <laughs> You're really taking the concept of not being in things and flipping it on its head by being in things. <laughs> it's revolutionary. It really is. It really is smart. I should try that. <laughs> now, Sashir, you just voted. I just voted today. Yes. How was that? Easy. Uh, except for the fact for like I told you before I, I had the ballot and I like just want to tell my followers to vote encourage them so I was like I'll take a picture dropping off the ballot in the ballot box but there is people collecting the ballots out of the box which thank goodness I'm glad they're doing that it seems like they're being uh, you know regular they're, they're regularly emptying the boxes which is awesome and there was a lot of ballots in there which is making me happy um so i was like waiting for them to like move <laughs> and then then i had to drop my ballot in but they're still kind of hovering and i was like i don't want to take the picture while they're like watching me <laughs> so i went away <laughs> and then i came back and i was like I, I do want a picture and so i came back, back with my man and to like take a picture but then there was a woman standing by the box with the dog 
and I was like, I don't want her to see me take a picture next to the box and I'm not putting a ballot in the box and I just look a fake, like I'm like, a fa- <laughs> like just faking the voting system. <laughs> and I'm like, Geez. You holding an empty envelope, like in a full Christian girl autumn outfit, uh-huh. you're wearing like a prairie dress and giant ombre blonde hair and you're like, please vote. <laughs> voting is super essential. Every October 28th, I vote. Well, did you see, there are people like that when, um, uh, all the protests that were happening over the summer, the Black Lives oh my God, Matter yes, protests. I know what you're talking about. There was this woman who got out of her <gasps> like Mercedes SUV yes. or whatever to like pretend to like help board up one of the, the storefronts that got damaged during the, oh the riots. And then she's like held a drill for like two seconds, took a picture, and she's like, Thank you. And then like gave it back to the construction worker and like went back in her car uh, and drove away. Uh, it was Oh, I oh, thought you I were going to at least so say, because I, I, I did see people that were doing that, but for at least being on the kind of right side, like they were holding a sign that was just like equality and <laughs> <laughs> and like at least, you know, wearing all black and but it was like an all black kind of, you know, um, asymmetrical dress and they had perfect hair and they were oh, like, yeah. like they were going to Coachella important. or something. Right. But this woman, I guess, was actually there to warn people about the dangers of looting, which is <laughs> yeah. a different, a different <laughs> energy for sure. <laughs> Wait, you know, that reminds me of that um, Fifth Harmony video, Work From Home, where they're like, oh, yeah. just like, like using the hammer. Yes. I've never literally just hammering the tire of a um, <laughs> car. <laughs> Yeah, they're like twerking on like one of those scoopers. One of those, yeah, like, <laughs> that was her, but with looting. She was like, <laughs> looting is bad. <laughs> Banging your little mallet. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, they should. I do think voting needs to be a touch more Instagrammable. I think I, I, I completely right? agree. It's they very weird that there's you, not a step in repeat. The sticker is a well, nice yeah. touch. Yep. It was kind of ahead of its time, honestly. I also think the stickers, should, they need to be more personalized. Like I want one that's like, I'm a... I'm gay and I vote. Oh, that's nice. But why would def- my sticker say that I'm gay? You, you would have to order that in advance. I can't just like send that yeah. to you, and you're like, wait, do they know something? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, or yeah, or like, um, there should be. It should be like the Museum of Ice Cream, where there are different rooms with kind of different backgrounds, mm, and one is like nice. Eleanor Roosevelt, but she has like a fun hat. Whoa, that's actually a really cool idea. Thanks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a pop up museum or something that like you can just go to yes it's like a on refinery the weekend. like 29 <laughs> yes. rooms if they <laughs> yes it's literally 29 rooms for voting yes i yes. swear to god if they just like made a 29 rooms and then but in order to get in you had to prove that you voted yeah oh. or at least that you registered you could I, I i would like it if you did vote in there like oh yes okay, yeah so i you definitely want to vote register, in there go in you take a photo <laughs> wearing you know take a photo in like the bubble room or whatever um and yeah. then at the very end, you vote, and then and then you get a sticker that says, "I'm gay and I voted." I, I love that. <laughs> no matter if you're gay or not. I not to brag, but I had a room in 29 rooms. You oh did? My I God. did. You know, my friend Milana, who um, who uh, was worked at Refinery 29 when that happened, and she was like in charge of 29 rooms. Oh well. Anyway, tell her thank you. Um, now she works in podcasting. And I did have- Maybe I should her up again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did also kind of have a bubble room. It was a like. I was going to ask, what was your room? It was like a car wash, but for laughter, I don't Ooh. really. I didn't think of it. I don't, I don't, it was so. It was like you walk through it, and it's like there's like streamers that are like going back and forth as if you're the car, and then and okay. like things that are spinning, and there are bubbles, and then there was like my <laughs> laughter, like different 
tones and and they're all playing at the same time is a little maddening. <laughs> Wait, so it was your, you pre-recorded your laughter? Yeah, just like. <laughs> oh, that's really fun. That's very kind of like Lynchian. Yeah, it sounds yeah. psychotic. Kind of psychotic. <laughs> I, I'm still not. I think it was supposed to like evoke joy, but I don't know <laughs> if that's what well, happened. I'm happy. Definitely yeah. reads more horror comedy, if you will. Yeah. If, I, if I'm hearing oh my echoing like the queen like, of horror comedy yet again. That is my brand now. Yes. <laughs> you know, in fact, actually, the movie that you were in was it was based on your 29 Rooms room. Absolutely. The director walked through and he was like, um... "People are obsessed with IP these days. They say I want to buy IP." <laughs> it's got to start somewhere. Yeah, that is so so huh. true. Yeah. Um, well, Sashir, what I'm hearing is that you had a room of 29 rooms, and yet you didn't help people register to vote in that room. You know, I didn't even, I didn't have the foresight back then. Right. I was being very yeah. selfish. If you were to do it again, though. If I you could know. do it again, they would be registering and voting right in that room. Yeah, you'd be laughing, but be like, ah, ha, 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 register to vote. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wow. I I am like, I hate to it out. I, wanna, I don't want to wait, like... Can we just like count the ballots now? I know. No. It's I mean, crazy. I haven't voted yet, but I do want mine to count. But um, but after I vote, I think that should be the end. I th- I think after yeah. you vote, that's the cutoff. Yeah. Have you voted yet? <laughs> I, I voted. I sent it in the mail. Oh, God. I, oh, I like. I mean, I guess I could do that, but I'm really afraid of the mail. I it did feel like applying to a job online where it's like no one's gonna see this yeah. or respond I to know. it. I but you can track it, which I didn't know before. I did not know that. I also I always say, wait what. You can track your ballot. There's like a oh, little code on there so you can see if it made it or if it's in route or whatever. <laughs> or if you've been sabotaged. Or if it's like someone has taken your ballot and ripped it up. <laughs> it tells you that somehow. <laughs> yeah. But I hope people will do it. Yeah. So, George, what's like, why aren't you voting yet? Like, you just I don't, don't know. Like I always do, or... to vote early. And then literally every election I vote on election day, like normally in a high school. I just I don't. I don't know. I mean, I do think this year maybe I should vote early because of the pandemic. Um, right. And so I will try to do that. Yes. <laughs> well, wow. sorry, everything it just feels, like... feels so official. I don't know. I always and it's also like, I don't know. It just feels like you're part of something. Yeah. I know. I like to vote on the day because it's fun to like, you know, it's like a little holiday, except that yes. uh, you don't have the day off of that work. You don't have anything. the day off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those good cool. holidays where you don't get the day off of work. I actually liked mailing it in because I had more time to research. I feel like yeah, I've yeah. definitely been in line at the polling center on my phone, like, oh my God, I didn't look <laughs> up any of these people. <laughs> and then you can't trust anyone because your people will be like sharing Instagram graphics that are like voting guide. And then you like follow the clues and it's like, oh, this was created by Mike Pence. Like, you just. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I had I had like so many different guides. I was like cross referencing and then like looking on Twitter at real people's opinions on things, which was great because I was like actually digging into it. But if I, usually I'm last minute, so if I was going in to vote, I would definitely be trying to do that quickly and probably messing it up somehow. Yeah, it does feel like there's a lot of room for error in those things. Yeah. I was like, how do you? Like I was like, I, I can think, just use a no, normal. No matter who you vote for, <laughs> as long as you believe in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's what I've always. But those props so are confusing. 
Yeah. Well, Sam and I always say, if you live out loud, it doesn't matter what your politics are. <laughs> yeah. If you are your most honest and true self, then honey, the president is already good. <laughs> I, in fact, last time I voted, I didn't not true. check any of the boxes. I just wrote, um, live, laugh, love. On top of the <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. And then- <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. I did. Well, it was a, yes. And I drew a cross. I said, I said, Jesus saved. And they're like, and get this I- to the front of the line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some votes are better than others. That is true. And they should count more. And they should count more. Absolutely. I couldn't believe Kanye's name was still on the ballot. Oh, he's not on the New York ones. He's up for vice president with Rocky something. I don't know. He's as an independent. Because I don't think he could legally qualify to be a presidential candidate, but he can be on someone else's ticket. Oh, I see. Well, good for him. Yeah, you know that takes a lot of work. A lot of people like, can't I, say they're know, on that ballot. I, I don't think Kanye should be president, but I do think he should be on top of the ballot. I don't like the idea of Kanye <laughs> second fiddle to someone. It, it was interesting. I was like, he worked so hard to yeah. Get his no, name it's out like there. when he's on keeping up with the Kardashians. It's like you, I have my issues with you, but you do deserve to at least be the headliner. Yeah, it should be keeping <laughs> yeah. up with Kanye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, do you think that's why he's in the family because his name starts with a K? I just, I mean. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I I've never even thought about that. Didn't, isn't yeah. Kim's previous husband wasn't he named Chris, Chris? with a K? Oh Whoa. my god! She literally only dates people. Well, and that's why Chloe and Lamar didn't work out. That's Absolutely. Why they didn't. Yeah. I mean, this is this is our true crime. And, uh, Courtney and Scott. <laughs> this is our investigation. <laughs> only the K's make it. Yeah. Wow. Um, should we do our first segment, yes. George? Let's do it. Now it's um, to share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our first okay wait let me I'm, I'm pulling mine up our first segment is called straight shooters and it is where we gauge your familiarity with straight culture by asking you a series of rapid fire questions where you have to choose between two straight options and you're not allowed to ask any follow-up questions about how the game works oh. including the obvious one that's on your mind <laughs> we is, won't answer. The game, how does the game work <laughs> yeah <laughs> right Okay. So, and just you know, you know, if you do ask any follow up questions, like feel free, but just know that we will be angry. We will yeah. Be angry. Wait. I'll demonstrate with Sam how the game will go. Sam, um, roses or violets? Wait, I'm confused. Do um, do Wrong. I? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, so... But wait, am I thinking which this? Oh, oh no. you're about to ask. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's well, that's crazy because that actually sounded like a question. Um, oh, wait, no, it's more like a statement. Um, so I'm choosing the straightest thing. Oh, here's. I'm, 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 oh, that's the question. Fuck. I, I can't have this energy in my ears. Like, I'm so. I'm like upset right now. Like I'm so upset. You know, forget, forget, forget I said anything. I don't even. I don't even know why I did that. Like, ugh, gross. Blech. Just let's just do it. Okay, sincere Sashir. Question one: mm-hmm. <clears throat> Animal Collective or Criterion Collection? Animal Collective. Sashir, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, or All About Eve? New Year's Eve. Sashir, going to the farmer's market or getting an ugly veggies CSA box? (laughs) Going to the farmer's market. Okay. The Adams Family or the Family Stone? (laughs) The Family Stone. Okay. Filing your taxes yourself with TurboTax, using an accountant named Rebecca, who's actually really helpful, she saved my life, or not paying taxes at all. 
TurboTax. Okay. The Big Dipper, the Little Dipper, or the Sensible Mid-Size Dipper? <laughs> <laughs> the Mid-Size Dipper. <laughs> okay. Um, West Elm, North Face, South Park, or East Hampton? Oh, uh, North Face. Okay. Cargo shorts or cargo ships? <laughs> cargo shorts. Hmm. Okay. Everything is going badly. Do you blame 2020 or do you blame your parents? Um, 2020. Great. That's wow. all I have. That's all I have. Incredible. Okay. Okay, I think we need to go back to our roots and rate Sashir on a scale of 1 to 1,000 dubs. Okay, I think that's great. I would say that was a hard 623 dubs. Here's what I'll say. 623 for content, 1,000 for attitude. Wow. That is true. I, wow. You know, that is true because you know we threw a lot out a lot of attitude at you right there and that was a lot of our guests at that moment leave they they freak out <laughs> they panic they turn off their computer they're out of here both of our guests are crying by the end <laughs> but you you were smiling and you were and you know what, mostly you were being confident and you were saying hey you know what i'm here and i'm me and i'm living out loud that's what it was i could <laughs> tell when when we first started recording you were not living out loud yet but when we started talking about the importance of living out loud I could immediately sense, I mean, you brightened and you said, this is my time. Yeah, this is my truth. When it's- you, I, and George and I were actually texting at the beginning of the podcast because we were like kind of panicking because we were like, so she was like, really? <laughs> We've been texting not throughout. Living- <laughs> and we, we really, so she was like, she's not living out loud. Like, look at this, look at this. She's not living out loud. And like, she's living like actually quiet. Like, she, this is not out loud. Oh and God, then- it's always so, um, <laughs> it's especially concerning for me when a woman in comedy lives quietly because they should always live out loud. <laughs> You're so right. We gotta be loud. We gotta be heard. But yes. yeah, wow, we're the definitely there. So now we can start recording. Now we can really start recording. <laughs> and then now, out loud. And now, now it starts. Yes. Um, oh my goodness. Well, I, okay. Thank you for the devs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have a tale about someone who was living out loud in my life this week. Ooh, tell. Um, this is a new segment. Person in my life who is living out loud this week. <laughs> be a new segment. Who's living out loud this week? It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's a good segment. Um, there's this guy that, and this kind of potentially goes into our topic, but that. Wow, I'm sensing a male-centered story coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing. Okay, lock me up. I'm, it's a male-centered lock story coming up. up. Okay, something we can't tell okay, stories about men. On. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this guy that I went to college with, uh-huh. um, but oh, like wasn't yeah. friends with, um, posted this video on Facebook that like is him doing yoga on the side of the road, but he sped it up for seemingly no reason. And it's just what position he, the only position that he's doing, he does cat cows over and over. And so it's sped up. <laughs> sped up. So it looks like a dance. It, so it looks, looks like, like a like just the like humping the ground. He <laughs> looks like the like laziest, like twerking in the world. Like, cause it's just 
<laughs> was it a sincere video? Like, this is me doing mm-hmm. yoga on Completely the side of the road. Sincere. Completely sincere. Oh, no. And even like, I, it was like, um, like I made three new connections today. And it like, what does that mean? Like, he's like connecting with like the spiritual nature yeah. world. Do I know this person? Like as you were reading the sure. paragraph, he was going deeper and deeper into an ayahuasca trip. <laughs> And it's sped up and you can hear him breathing. So it's like, and it's like, and then there's also, it's on the side of the road. So there's like cars going by this video. It's like is, on a highway. It's not a highway, but there's like, you hear the vroom vrooms of the cars. It's the craziest. I have, I was laughing so hard <laughs> and all I want to do is put this video out into the world. No, you can't, Sam. You can't, But though. it would ruin his life. But yeah. it would be so funny. But also, he put that out in the world, so. Yeah, but he put it on Facebook, so, like. Is his profile public? Well, Sam screen recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about to be. <laughs> yeah. I No, you have to let people. Listen, the most, I think literally the most positive way to use Facebook is to post something like that. Sashir, what would you do in my position? Think about how many likes and faves. uh, You'll be heralded as a hero if you post it. Yes, one life will be lost. (laughs) One life will, because he's going to kill himself after this? Well, he's not going to have a life, that's for sure. (laughs) No, maybe he'll turn into a positive and he'll be like, uh, become a a motivational speaker about bullying. Ooh, but then do we want that? Doing him a favor. But Wait, then he's what? like, do we want that though? And he's like posting his talks and stuff online yeah. too. And then, and then Sam can bully him all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's already what he's doing. It's not like anti-bullying, but he is like, he's like turning into like a spiritual leader is like his well, goal. Some people's entire vibe is anti-bullying. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's true. Did you, you see the comments? What were people saying? Were they supporting the- this? Were they like, oh, good job, Trevor. You like really <laughs> It got like 40 connected. likes. Uh, and it was like, it was like, wow, thank you for sharing. And like, um, there was one that was like, the way this was sped up gave me a giggle. And that was like Mm. the closest to like someone being like, this is funny. Yeah. Huh. I think I was just, I thought sometimes people do post sped up workout videos. So I thought he would start with cat cows and then he would (laughs) transition into like a more balanced yoga practice, maybe a full body flow, maybe a couple of downward dogs, but no, he just kept going up and down and up and down and up and down. It's maybe it's a cry for help. Maybe it's a cry for help. (laughs) I love how this year you do not know what to make of this. I really don't. I I honestly should have sent it to you before this. um... Yeah. Yeah, Send it to me now. Okay. I actually will send it to you right this second. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because i i do think this will make it um this will add a lot and if this gets so really weird. boring we can always edit it yeah should we should we go into our topic sam i feel like lately we have been doing the thing where we wait until the very last second yeah we can go into our topic okay um so this is a topic that i actually forced on our guest <laughs> <laughs> um and it is college improv um because Sashir and I went to um, college together at the University of Virginia, and we did improv, so we're actually experts in the subject. And you know, a lot of times we Just bring up topics. You Gia Tolentino. That's true. Wait, yes. Sashir knew her. I did. Oh, oh, okay. Well, still do. Well, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so awesome. So yeah, awesome. so cool. Um, I loved her book. What else do you want me to say? Uh... <laughs> yeah, George. Actually, it's weird that you don't know her. Everyone here knows her. I know. I should know Gia Tolentino. <laughs> 
Yeah, the oh. greats at UVA. My mom would be like, you should just walk up to Tina Fey and like say that you guys went to the same school and <laughs> see if she can help you out in New York. And I was like, that's not how that works. But then I actually did meet Tina at a um, SNL party and Rachel Dratch, who I had met before, was like, you and Tina, which is crazy. She, she, she's like, you and Tina went to the same college. Just go tell her, just go talk about UVA. And I was like, okay. And so I went up to her and I was like, we were, we both went to UVA. We both were in the drama program. We both did Godspell. It's crazy. And she was like, okay. <laughs> cool. oh. And oh. it was also the end of the night. I think she was tired and was like, I, I don't want to talk about college. And I sure, get it. Sure, sure. <laughs> that. You know, I unfortunately do not have that feeling. I'm one of those people, you know how like there's like the jock in high school who's like, those are the best fucking years of my life. Yeah. That's what I am for college. I uh, love my really? time in college. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually a perv and a freak for college. I, <laughs> I was so horny for college. <laughs> I've never been more, I've never lived more out loud than college. <laughs> you touch with a lot of college friends. I've never met any of your college friends. Um... <laughs> George, I can lose touch with my college friends and still have loved college. <laughs> like, they're not mutually exclusive. Like, oh, yeah, of course I've lost touch with my college friends. That's called yeah, life. Of course they literally hate everyone I went to college with. But I still love the experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, George, maybe I liked the classes. Ever consider that? Nope. I loved the cafeteria food. <laughs> that is actually true. <laughs> Um, wait, so here, this is a, I sent you the video of the guy doing the, oh my God, you wait, have to, meantime, what is the, what was your improv troupe? Were you in the same improv group in college? Yes. yes. What was he it was our first, I created the group. It was called a moose bouche. Okay. Women in entrepreneurship. <laughs> Manual. <laughs> and Sam was our first, uh, new member. He like did our, fir our first round of auditions and he thought he was the funniest. Well, that's very sweet. It's true. And and there you know, there was a, a dual improv group on campus and so it was just juicy, juicy drama. I can you're watching the video. I am oh, watching wait. the video and oh my god. Now do you get it? Yeah. It looks How funny. insane. <laughs> yeah. I like it looks like a, his head's gonna like loud. pop off his body. Yeah. Like it's going yeah. so fast. <laughs> I Effortlessly made three new connections. <laughs> well, it's also full of contradictions because he'll be like, that's when I realized that when you completely let go, that's when you put in the effort. Like it just, it makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I was watching this video the other day, this yoga video the other day, and she goes, um, dive right into noticing your breath. And it's like, what would that look like? Hmm. Dive. Dive right, right into, into noticing, noticing your breath. breath. I don't know. I feel like they just like, it's like Mad Libs or you just have a jumble yeah. of words and you're like, breath, energy, yeah. time, letting go. You're just, you're just like saying things. And you're like, that should be fine. Yeah. And then <laughs> get like, it. out of nowhere, it'll be like, and now thank yourself <laughs> for diving into noticing your breath. I unfortunately do love that shit. Like, oh, I, I 100 Yoga with Adrian, she's, I, I would die for her. <laughs> I can absolutely see the future of like me living in California and being like, uh, like spiritual and annoying. Oh, 100%. That was me when I lived in San Francisco. I would love, I loved Yoga to the People, which recently I found out was a cult. Mm. Oh. I'd, what are they? How is it a cult? 
Well, I was just upstate with uh, my friend and yours, Julia Claire, and someone she knew was there too. And she told us that she used to manage the Williamsburg Yoga to the People Studio and left because it was a cult. <laughs> Shit. Oh. And apparently there was an expose about it on Vox. Whoa. Huh. So check that out. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Yoga to the People near NYU when I was first in New York. And. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just, just they just pack people in so tight. Yeah. I'm sure they don't now, but they at right. the time they definitely packed you in so close. And I would keep, you know, getting an arm on someone's sweaty body. Yep. And it was just like so gross. It is gross, but also it at the time because I was like 22, it really did feel spiritual. Like the San Francisco one was such a large space, and it was like 200 people, and I was like, wow. Yeah. We're all connected. Yeah, that can be nice. You're like, sure, all, no. all our, do, our all of our energies like in this room and we're all yeah, yeah. headed towards the same goal. That can mm-hmm. be nice. You know, which headed brings us back goal. to... Worshiping the head of the cult. <laughs> <laughs> and, our know, goal is to do the bidding and... of our leader. <laughs> <laughs> brings us back, I would say, to college improv. Improv, oh my God, yes. <laughs> Another hey, cult. Great shooters, improv or Nexium. <laughs> Mm, it's hard. <laughs> Improv. <Yeah>. Improv. Um, <laughs> I do think, like, in retrospect, like, college activities are all so lame. I remember. I in retrospect. <laughs> <are all> lame. <laughs> I mean, in the moment, I honestly thought we were the coolest people on earth. And we then you, you look at our pictures. There's, like, one picture from 2008 of, like, us on stage and like truly i'm wearing like loose khakis and a like button down tucked in like and it's like no that's what i I thought was incredible yeah i think i like wore a lot of vests (laughs) 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 and just like just layers like a vest over a long sleeve shirt over a tank top over like just like too much um but i loved like i i think a lot of colleges are like this but uva in particular was very much like uh you can create the environment here like you can have like ownership of this space so if you feel like there's a void here you can fill it and i took advantage of that and it was like we only had one improv group at, on at the school mostly dudes and and white dudes and i was like we should have more and uh our friend natasha vainblatt who i thought was the funniest person i ever met like tried out for that group three times never made it and i was like you should start your own group and she's like we should do it together so Started our own group with people, basically the rejects of that other group. And uh, and it was so fun. And we were just like try, like making stuff up. We would like watch UCB videos online or like watch ASCAT or just try to figure out what improv was. We'd read books, go to festivals, compare notes, and just kind of cobble together our own thing. But it was fun because there was no rules. Um, I'm sorry. I'm getting a call from Ryan Murphy. He wants to produce the story of Amuz Bouche. He, he said it's like Glee, but improv. Um. <laughs> Do you remember the MTV series True Life? Yes. Like True Life. I'm gay or True Life. I'm fat yeah, or no, whatever. Um, I all every time everything I ever did, I was always like, oh, there should be a True Life on this. Like there should be True Life. I'm in show choir. Or like True Life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember the true life where the guy got calf implants. Oh, classic. I don't remember this. <laughs> oh, it was that's... only about calf. Was it about implants in general or? I mean, it might have. No, no. I think it was. <laughs> it was like, I have too much. Like true life. I have a lot of plastic surgery or something. Probably. I th- I was going to say it was like something about like 
not liking your body or something, mm-hmm. which I do think could be like profound. But it was this was a guy who was like a jock, popular, athletic, but just like had skinny legs, and he like wanted to get calf implants. Whoa, interesting. My I always wanted to be on MTV's Made because I was like I felt like a kind of like get talented quick scheme where I was yes. like if I were yeah. just on or Made get, or get like cool looking <laughs> I was like yeah. just tell me what to wear wait sorry one more thing there was a true life I have a giant ass or something and it was this one guy who once again was like white jock had a girlfriend like was ve- was like doing fine but they had clearly <laughs> in order to get B roll of people making fun of him for having a big ass. They had like told he was like walking in the hallway, and then someone would be like, "Hey, big ass!" <laughs> oh. But it's like that's obviously not happening organically. No. They like told people they were like, "Okay, we're gonna do action," and like when he walks by, just like slap his ass, and then he like kind of has a look at the camera and be like, wah, wah. "Oh my god, how awful!" <laughs> Did they do a, anything I mean, about that ass, or did he just still have a big ass? At the end I mean, of I think for. No, I think for True Life, it just is about, it's more of a docu-series yeah, about having like, a big he just ass. Has yeah. The ass. yeah. <laughs> if you want to do something about it, go on Maid. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, with an ass like that, he'd have to go on The Swan. Oh, The Swan. <laughs> the oh Swan was God. really depressing. I actually recently watched clips from it, and it's like even worse than you remember. I feel like that was the, like, the this, this last stop for everyone for, like, yes. unethical reality shows where we were like, okay, we have gone too far. We have actually ruined people's lives. Yeah. We need to like reel this back in. I completely agree. And the only counterpoint I have is, do you remember Bridal Plasty? No. No. Bridal Plasty was a reality show where women who were engaged competed in a series of challenges and each had a wish, wish list of surgical procedures they wanted to do before their wedding day. And if they won each one, they got one of their things on their wish list. It was a competition? I, yeah, I can't remember exactly what the terms of the competition were, but yes. My God. So and it was hosted bad. by Shannon something who was Miss America, who all, was married to the Blink-182 drummer. <laughs> I don't know. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she definitely came out the winner of that show. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that. That is um, cruel. That's dark. Anyway, back to improv. Yeah. (laughs) Back to improv. Can you guys think of any, like, what's the most memorable scene or show (laughs) you remember? I I don't remember. I do. So uh, I think, but I feel like one thing was that Sashir and I was like new and Sashir, you were like a fourth year and cool. And I was like terrified because I was like, like, uh, not like I was like not a performer before that like like improv was my first into like performance at all and I was like oh my god like I remember being so scared to even step out at all and um but you were the nice one oh. and you were like thanks <laughs> and you were like hey you know it doesn't matter and yeah it like, doesn't it's college <laughs> improv like you still like to like, speak I was like no it doesn't matter to you this is my life <laughs> college improv is forever Wow. And look at you now. You host a podcast. A lot. Or <laughs> you talk about improv. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, at least this is not an improv podcast. No. Well, in, in many ways, ways unfortunately, it is. <laughs> yeah. We have, um, you know, brought in characters every once in a while. Oh, We're not above it. It's true. Okay. That's fun. Yeah, well, we play with the form. It's it's always sort of making fun of the fact that we're bringing in characters. But we do bring in, you know, who could forget Pillow Girl? Oh, oh yeah, pillow girl. Okay. 
<laughs> pillow girl is a character we made up that um brings us pillows oh that's yeah, it that's pretty much it that's, no, that's <laughs> the fun. power is in the simplicity <laughs> well, and that's like what i was saying it's commenting on and then of course who could forget io's famous character sarah highland <laughs> Wait, this is a this is a person though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was also an original character created by Ayo Debris. <laughs> yeah, Whoa, I love. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Sashir, did you have um a, a notable memory from um? <laughs> I don't remember any improv- scenes, but I do remember like I just feel like we we wanted to be the group that did long form improv, and the other group did short form improv. And we weren't like good enough to understand what that meant. So we just had super, super long scenes, like just 20 minute, <laughs> like one, it'd be like, like one act plays basically. Uh, but they were fun. And I, I mostly remember our rehearsals, like, oh yeah. In, in people's homes, in the living room and just like us noting each other and trying to figure out how to make a form look like anything. But. Also, speaking of like this yoga guy and being spiritual, we had a couple of you oh, know, a lot sp- of spirit spirituality in that group. Yeah, <laughs> the improv as a philosophy and like connecting yeah. between our bodies and our minds. And yeah, <laughs> I, there was one time when we made like masks, like paper masks. This, oh my. Maybe it was after wow, you were gone. Ahead of your time. We made <laughs> masks and like would put them on and then look in the mirror and then turn around and perform as that character in a way that is like, oh my God. Like I <laughs> it was like, what have I why am I doing this? What am yeah. I in? But that's also like that's kind of like the acting training I would get too, where it's like, okay, you are an animal. You were a tiger, and you gotta like walk around like a tiger in the room or whatever. Um yeah, and then I guess it's mostly just to like shake you out of your body to make you comfortable being stupid because you will look stupid. Honey, I do not need help with that. <laughs> <laughs> George, did you do um, any? I did none college? of that, and in fact, it all seemed. I don't know what. I didn't allow myself to do anything I actually enjoyed until I was like twenty five. Is really? that cool? Is that yeah. Cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, really, so really cool. good. Yeah, good. Good yeah. job. <laughs> I just, I always thought that um, your goals had to be painful and um, things you didn't want. Is well, that I wrong? Think a lot of people get told that. A lot of people get yeah, taught yeah. that. I didn't know I wanted to, well, I knew I wanted to perform, but like, you know, my mom was like, be an architect, be anything but <laughs> some, some, yeah. some, a starving artist. And then when I got to college, I started doing musicals and those people were auditioning for plays and improv and stuff. And I was like, that sounds fun. I'll do that, too. And, you know, just kind of fell into it. But it was so fun and enjoyable. I was like, I think this is what I want to focus on, like just solely. And then I did. And now you're and in horror comedy. <laughs> and now I am the queen of horror comedy. <laughs> of horror comedy. <laughs> Never, don't forget. Yeah, my uh, definitely uh, like you and Natasha moving to New York was like a huge like. Okay, well, I'll just do. I'll just follow. I'll just like kind of see how that plays out and just like sort of follow it. <laughs> That's what I wanted. I wanted our whole group to come to New York, and a lot did, but not everyone kept doing comedy. Right, right, right. Which happens. That's okay. No, no, no. They're, if you stop doing they comedy, fail. you're a failure. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
that's what that's the thing is people think you know people think it's good to kind of like quit doing something with diminishing returns and maybe build a life for yourself but that actually means you're a complete failure absolutely here's i i mean the fact that there are people out there that have like i don't know a home a car maybe two cars kids but like not a twitter account is like that's so embarrassing. Like, are you even nobody. Living? Yeah. Like, none of them are living out loud. <laughs> they are. They are not living out loud. No. No. I mean, obviously, it's so, some sort of curse that we have a podcast. Not a choice. Not a not a choice at all. <laughs> it's been, been bestowed upon you. Yeah, it's our cross to bear. <laughs> it's our it's responsibility. Sort of Sorry. The mark of the beast, if you we will. Can't stop. I mean, at this point, too many people are hanging on our words. Yeah. Yeah. People are taking your recommendations. Suddenly, people weren't watching Bear City too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um what, what is bear wait. city i didn't actually i don't know what that well, is. well well guess what bear city is a, a a movie series um about a group of like gay bears uh and their their friends and not gay not not like the gay animal. human bears yes. not, yeah. yeah that's sorry. what i thought when I, said, but... <laughs> when I said gay i meant human well, because you just said gay bears, which actually implies that they are the animal bear, because normally yes. bear implies that they're gay. Right, right, right. So well, it was... what you have to understand is that there is a parallel film industry to the normal film industry that produces low budget gay movies that are not porn, but also <laughs> not not porn. And they all screen at like the, you know... Duluth Queer Film Festival. <laughs> Drag Duluth, got him. Um, yeah, and Bear City, it's also an interesting um, mental exercise. It kind of like, it's like as if all gay people were bears in this world. Like they live in New York City, but it's like you only see bears. They only interact with bears. It's like, oh. Oh, so it's kind of um, a soft fantasy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's not it's like Lord um, of the Rings. It's like Lord of the Rings in many, many ways. Wow. Um, and it's uh, it's psychotic. <laughs> and, you know, actually, when I was on Fire Island, I saw the star of Bear City. What? It's pretty big. Whoa, that's a big deal. I was, like, I was like, this is so funny because I'm like, oh my god, that's the guy from Bear City, and it's like, who cares? Truly, Did no one anything? cares. No. It would be really it. funny if at that moment you were like, oh, my God, and then just like stopped everyone. I was like, I'm a huge fan of Bear City. <laughs> we were standing behind him in line at the underwear party, and he was like kind of like talking douchey. So I was like, maybe he's a douche. I don't want to. You can't meet your heroes, you know? You can't so meet your true. heroes. That's so true. <laughs> Got to close your ears. <laughs> like, this is sort of a, a Tina Fey telling you you went to UVA situation. <laughs> like, what if I was like, yeah. Like, you know, you're you're huge to me. Like, I've always loved the Bear City trilogy. Um, it's Lord of the Rings-esque in many ways. And you'd be and like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I got to get in this underwear party. I can't be bothered <laughs> to bring up my career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Bear City. Have you heard of, like, the Eating Out franchise? How would... I hope not. <laughs> I, I have. Um, I've, unfortunately, I have not. I wish I have. Please tell me. <laughs> So that I would say is the is the peak of this type of gay filmmaking. Okay. Mm -hmm. There is eating out, eating out two sloppy seconds, eating out three. What's the third one called? I think it's there's an eating out three that's just like eating out. Like the quality also like 
goes up and down throughout the yeah it's kind of like a godfather four is um drama camp drama camp oh, okay. um now that one sounds maybe up your alley sam answers here with yes. your from background <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it the eating out the yeah the eating out franchise is the the star of this now are these like genre. the same characters go to each movie or are we following new characters each time it's a mix. It's a rotating cast, one could say. Okay. Kind like, of like, like the Fast and Furious. Movie? Like the Fast and Furious series. Okay, great. That is the best way to describe it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's based on the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> and they didn't want to have like a Fast and Furious pun. They just no, changed it. No. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez said no. <laughs> <laughs> it's also one. I feel like the first one, they were like, this is going to be a real movie. And then it like was bad yeah, and they were like well let's just keep oh i them. always love when things are bad and then people are like well it was camp yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like all along you meant that <laughs> yeah like with the room wait oh. is the room oh wait I'm th- i was thinking about i was thinking of room not the room. <laughs> oh no no room room is not camp what if i was like room is camp no, like, room is camp <laughs> like when she was pulling her teeth out <laughs> room is camp <laughs> <laughs> oh i wish that were true <laughs> me, I'm like me at the Met Gala when the theme was camp. I'm dressed as Brie Larson. <laughs> I'm dressed as Jacob Tremblay. <laughs> oh my God, Sam, it's almost been an hour. Should we do our final segment? Oh my God. So Shira, any last thoughts on improv? <laughs> Wait, I feel like we can wrap it up. Um, do we like, okay, so I brought up college improv as a straight topic. Do you agree or disagree at all with that assessment? I agree. I feel like... Um the people I was trying to impress the most were straight men and, and yeah. And then even continue out of uh, college improv into improv in New York. It was like so straight. And I think it's different now. I think there's definitely more diversity, which is like, thank God. But yeah, when I came up in improv and the people I saw on stage all the time and people I look up to people as my teachers, the people I was going to festivals with was a lot of straightness. So yeah. I would say that applies. <laughs> confirmed. Confirmed. Straight, confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> yeah. It was very straight. I, and you know, this is, I've always felt this way. I think comedy needs to get schlubby again. Like this. Yeah. I really Wait, want schlubs. What is it now? Right now it's, everyone's like. It's refined. Everyone's doing like spawn con. Gorgeous. And like, oh, everyone's true. like has taste. Like, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I, More cargo I, shorts. <laughs> Yes, I want Less I want to bring a little bit of schlub back to comedy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't want to do it personally, but I want somebody to do it. Like, I want to look good, obviously. I want to get more and more glamorous as everyone around me gets uglier and more disgusting. <laughs> That's my career goal. Well, I did when I was like starting, like when I was going to open mics and stuff, I would be in skirts and I don't know. I would just like look nice. And mm-hmm. but there were be there would be schlubs. And I yeah. would like apologize for looking nice. Like, oh, sorry, I just came from work. But it's like, I'm performing. Like, this, this, is, a, this is a show. And then I had to like, get it's over very that. Very true. And be like, yeah. I'm no, it is myself. very true. Where people are like, there's something about comedy more so than any other art form or, perf- or type of performance where people are like, yes, in fact, it helps me if I look like shit. Yes. It's like, no, if you're on a stage, maybe actually you should put on pants. Yeah, like people are paying money to see you sometimes. It also helps you. I mean, I don't think it's like it actually I think it's kind of like retro and cool when people are wearing like nice clothes on late night, for instance. Yeah, yeah. It, I feel like it elevates my performance because I'm like, yeah. I'm 
doing a show as yeah. opposed to like being cash like i just got out of bed whatever i'll look at my notebook whatever like i don't know i want to give people a show mm-hmm. and also i have to say usually the people that are like the jokes speak for themselves and they're not wearing it's like well usually those jokes don't speak for themselves <laughs> yeah yeah it's true <laughs> yeah schlubby life schlubby jokes <laughs> That's live, laugh, say. love. <laughs> live, laugh, love. Live out loud. Schlubby life, schlubby jokes. <laughs> Think uh, hard, move fast, can't win. What, what's the... <laughs> yeah. Um, eyes wide shut. Eyes win. wide shut. Yeah, can't lose. Legs split. Legs split. Cold cuts. Um, cold open. French pits. Can't win. Door. French toast. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is merch. I can see this being merch already. Oh, so catchy. <laughs> um, yeah, we can. If if George is like obsessed with ending this podcast or whatever, I'm not can... obsessed with ending. Oh my god, I would never. No, George, you, I get it. You're like you're checked out. You're like you have another meeting or something. I like... am. I have nothing. I think he was but a little time. left out because he didn't do college improv. I mean, listen, that is part of it. Wow. <laughs> well, George, you know. We could do, do a, think a quick little I, scene right now. If um, I had gone to UVA, if I had gone to UVA, would I have been accepted on this improv team? Yeah, we were the fun yeah. ones. Okay. We were the fun ones. Yeah. It was a, yeah. We I need the there we to be the, at like, least six white gay men in every space for me to feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> it, the other, the, the, the contrast was stark. The other group was like frat boys. Mm. And then, uh, then there was us. Yeah. Yeah. Which, wow. to be fair, frat boys are the funniest people on earth, and they I deserve know. everything. To be fair. <laughs> they do like fun little pranks, like put things in your drink. It's like what? <laughs> no, that's a cla- that's prop comedy right there. Oh yes. god, yeah, and kind of a magic trick. Oh, yes. No. Oh my god, they're literally like Chris Angel mind freak over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely a horror. I don't know about horror comedy. Yes, horror comedy. Yes. yes. <laughs> um. Okay, let's do our final segment. We don't have to. Oh my god, no, no, no! I get it. Like your Uber is probably there, taking you to who I'm... knows where. <laughs> who knows where you go when these podcasts end? You won't tell me anything. I literally rent out this space you. just to record, and I'm like, "This is my apartment," but I actually, <laughs> I'm actually living upstate and have my own improv troupe <laughs> with all the people that ha- I'm running a safe house for yoga to the people, um, performer yoga to the people instructors. Oh my god. <laughs> That would be helpful. A lot of them would really appreciate that. Okay, well, I guess that's true. Sorry to joke. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, whatever. No, what? we can do the final segment. Okay, fine. Like, I don't have like a succinct point. Like, if we were like gonna get into it, like we'd have to like do the like we a four-hour podcast. It. Like, no, we'll have to do college improv part two, and that's. Would final. you ever, if your kids came to you and said, "I want to do college improv," how would you disown them? <laughs> 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 I, would, I would be like have fun but like don't make this your life yeah yeah don't be so obsessed that this takes over everything yeah i always love when people are like um when improv people will do like corporate trainings and stuff and then people are like look down upon that as though it's like a pure art form that should exist on its own it's like yeah. well no it actually should exist for corporate trainings <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> And I've done some of those, and it, yeah. they're, I mean, whatever, you get the money. <laughs> it's yeah. a job. And, and people are so desperate to 
laugh or in any way pretend to have fun. Yeah. That they're they like, oh, it. it's for team building. And they're like learning how to speak more to each other. But it's, it is amazing how li- how like little people have the tools to communicate with each other. Improv mm-hmm. does help a ton oh, I, with that. Yeah, that is true. Like, it really <laughs> helps you with listening and responding, which like seems like common sense, but a lot of people don't have the tools for that. I think it's even helpful in like this is this is like I hate when we get into here. I hate when we get sincere. I'm not expecting to be this earnest about improv. I know I'm going to get canceled after this for liking improv. Um, I, like even in like a relationship, I feel like it like makes conversations better yes, because you can like you can ping pong respond up to what is being said and like I, I don't, don't recognize. Oh, who is this man in front of me? <laughs> I know it's like kind of corny to talk about, but it is like I spent a good chunk of my adulthood doing improv and I do feel like it has helped me as a person but of course I also recognize it can be very very bad and corny and it is a cult and it has also um like repressed a lot of people's creativity and yeah. uh, hasn't been very diverse and <laughs> there, there are issues but <laughs> that aside <laughs> I do love it um yeah improv is a lot like like musical comedy where it's like yeah i mean saying you do it and like it sounds really bad but like if it's done well it's fun yeah, like, yeah it's one of those rare forms oh, yeah. of art where it's like when it's done well it's like you're like oh my god like it's amazing but when it's bad yeah. it is the worst <laughs> thing you've ever seen it is such a waste of time you're like like i need that the bear city person would be like i need my time back like <laughs> how dare you <laughs> Yeah. And honestly, Sashir, you bring up something that we talk about a lot on this pod, which, you know, it's not necessarily improv that is lame. It's liking stuff in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ew. You can't like things. And at least you, the, if you're going to like things, at least don't admit to it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Please do that in private. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Expressing any kind of vulnerability or opening yourself up to criticism can be deadly. Uh, gross. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, obviously live out loud, live your honest and true yes. self. But on the other lie hand, about that. Yes. <laughs> lie, lie, lie. You don't live out anything. loud, be your authentic self, but make sure that authenticity is manufactured. Yeah. <laughs> and this, this for any listeners, this is an endorsement of being fake, being being false. You have you know, to anything be to be cool in an authentic way, out loud. Any questions? <laughs> I did actually take one of our improv trainings to find out. (laughs) Sam, did you feel this way? Like I did actually feel like um, being cool, like being a cool person was the uncool thing to be in an improv situation. Like I know I'm cool. (laughs) I can handle (laughs) social situations. I can hold a conversation. And because of that, I felt a bit ostracized sometimes in improv environments because the norm is to be awkward and make bits all the time and like like not know how to conduct yourself in public (laughs) uh yes i fully understand that yeah which also is like sometimes i am anxious but i guess not as much as some people who are into improv are (laughs) yeah i mean i've started to feel that more in like ucb when it was like like this like it started to feel like a kid's camp and i was like i just like can we be can we please be an adult camp yeah like we actually (laughs) are adults here (laughs) like can we be like fun and cool and normal and like have interests like yeah uh, i mean i mean i don't like anything but i do have interests (laughs) 
I'm interested, <laughs> but I don't like anything. Yeah, I have a natural curiosity. <laughs> I'm please, interested. it's critical. I check things out, and I decide I don't like them, and I move on, and I'm constantly <laughs> interested in new things. <laughs> yeah. The best, the best place you can be in is kind of just at a corner at a party, looking at various things and deciding, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> right. That's the most power you can have. That's the most power you can have. And that's when you're truly living out loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think we can do our final seg. Okay. I feel like we've like genuine, like we really unpacked it. We were funny. We were sincere. We you didn't... were very sincere. Shut up. No, I wasn't. I was, I was fake. I was all Damn, fake. You were not fake. You allowed yourself to be sincere. And for that, we will have a talk later. <laughs> God damn it. Um, okay, well. And I kept I kept interrupting you and I kept trying to say, you know, but not really, right? And you were like, no, really, I loved it. <laughs> That's up. my impression of the last 20 minutes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I gave you so many outs. I gave you all the clues, Mr. Snowman, or whatever that movie is, Mr. Policeman. Mr. Policeman. <laughs> I okay, that's it. I'm gonna release the video of this guy doing yoga. um, What was the recent episode when I was sincere? Oh, it was when I said I agreed with the Emmy wins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was dark. That was one of the darkest moments of the podcast. Sue me. (laughs) (laughs) You you came in with like a level headed, like appreciative take, and it was like, uh, wait, stop. We we can't put this out. Like we're running a podcast on a damn charity. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and now to present the L Women in Entertainment Award, please welcome <laughs> Sam Taggart from Improv. From Improv. Um, okay, so our final segment is um, called shoutouts, and it's like we do like you know sort of TRL style shoutouts for something that we um, like. Uh, Any, it can be anything. I don't like anything. Oh. You know, really you good. passed the test. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Something that we are interested in. How about okay. that? Great thing is like, you know, this was left over from when this podcast was like much more explicitly about straight culture and not just kind of like a free for all gab fest, if you will. Uh-huh. And we and so we thought, you know, shout outs are such a straight thing. It's kind of like what people will be like, what's up, listeners? Just want to give a quick shout out. Yeah. Um, and that that kind of vibe. Um Sam. Do you have one? Um, I think I do. Okay, you go. Okay, what's up, listeners? I just want to give a quick shout-out to the concept of merch. I'm absolutely obsessed with repping my favorite media properties and works of literature and actors and and brands. I can't get enough of it. I am defined by my consumer choices, and I love projecting (laughs) that onto the world. And and going by people and saying, you're wearing that hat? I listen to that podcast. Let's go to brunch. (laughs) And I cannot wait until we make our merch um and sell it for many hundreds of dollars and then never have to do improv again (laughs) because we did improv why for the cash cash. (laughs) um okay i have one um what's up listeners um i just want to give a quick shout out to the woman i passed on the street the other day who um was saying the most incredible line i have not been able to stop thinking about it she was talking about a man and she was like he belongs in the basura the garbage can and it sounded so iconic i felt like i was watching a tv show about a sort of a mean woman uh who knows what she wants and knows how to get it 
and I, it made me feel like people don't have fun enough um, dialogue. Uh, I thought this woman uh, should be a writer. I think maybe she is our Shakespeare. Uh, and uh, everyone else belongs in the basura, the trash can. Woo! Um, woo! Sam, you know, you are, um, you should say, I know you don't like promoting your own work, but you're launching a, because you think writing is bad in conversations, you're launching your own business where you do touch-ups live <laughs> as people are having real-life conversations. You'll go to a restaurant and they can hire you and you can sit there and that, and someone will be like, how's it going? And you'll be like, want to try that one again? <laughs> I'll be like, here's my suggestion. Try sup. <laughs> yeah. Or be like, say that, but angry. <laughs> That's good. That is really good. Well, Sashir, <laughs> the time has come. Okay. What up, listeners? Woo. I just want to give a quick shout out to Faux Spirituality. People <laughs> are out here making connections and they're trying their hardest to find anything. And I am in LA and I have received so many fake crystals and, <laughs> and staging. And, but also, I'm into it. So, like, I see you, I hear you, I understand you. We're all on our journey. I will do all the sound baths, I will do all the floating tanks. I will do, I will do it with you. And I will also try to figure out what I like. Slash, I'm interested in. Save <laughs> <laughs> there, Woo. because we like right. nothing. Yes, <laughs> actually, like Ain't nothing. Found that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, um, thank you so much for doing the pod. Yes. Sure. Thanks for um, having me. And um, it was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, also, bye. sorry. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna stop recording.